Hi, it's Pam Hendrickson, and thanks for joining me here on my business blog, designed for speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, experts, or anyone who wants to package your message and get it out there in a bigger way. This week, I want to talk about a tool, five of them actually, that can help you save a lot of money in your business. So let's start with this question. Do you think it's possible to cut out, eliminate, or negotiate down your regular business expenses? How much money do you think you can save? Well, think about it this way. If the average person, in America anyway, spends about $900 on their holiday gifts and expenditures, I'm willing to bet that if you put today's blog into action, you can save that and more and have your holidays paid for. So let's put that out there as our goal. And the way this all started is that I hired my husband, Chris, as our company's CFO. Now, in reality, he's also the CFO of our personal finances, too. And if you know anything about personal wealth management, you know that the idea of managing your finances or managing your home like a business is a really important one. Now, my husband used to work in debt management. Yes, he was actually a repo man, and we had the shiny black leather couch and the Curtis Mathis console TV to prove it. So he's got a high sensitivity to the fact that you've got to make sure that you only buy what you can really afford, but also that you can often get some really valuable savings when you go after things the right way. Now, a quick backstory for you. Most people have no credit when they turn 18. My husband, however, turned 18 with bad credit. What happened was that his dad had had such bad credit himself, he started putting all of his stuff in Chris's name and ended up ruining Chris's credit before he could even get on his feet. So this is part of what led him to his passion of helping people get out of debt and most important, build a strong financial future. Sometimes our worst days turn out to be our best. And this is a classic example where this tough time fueled him to go on and do something where he can now make a big difference to people. So when we first got married, I'll never forget, I was sitting in the living room when Chris gets a call. And I can only hear his end of the conversation, but he starts out by saying, no, I'm sorry, Robert isn't here right now. Then, after another pause, he follows it up with, I really actually can't go get him right now because he's up in a tree. Now, when he hangs up the call, I'm naturally very curious about what just went on. It turns out that it had been the phone company who was calling, and Chris's credit was so bad, he had to put our phone bill in the cat's name, Robert A. Cat, K-A-T-T. We called him Bobcat for short, in order to even get the phone set up. So you gotta love this creativity. So how does all this relate to you and saving money? Well, that same creativity can help you go to work in your business to help you save some significant money. Remember, having a financially successful company isn't just about bringing in revenue, but it's making sure you keep what you have. So take out your pen and get ready to take some notes. I'm going to give you five ways you can save and spend less money each month in the tools and ongoing expenses you have in your business. Now, of course, all this depends on your ability to monitor what you're spending each month, whether you use a program like QuickBooks or FreshBooks or even just looking at your monthly bank and credit card statements. So the first thing to do before I even get into these tips is to schedule a date with yourself once a month or at a minimum once a quarter to review those ongoing expenses and make sure you're not continuing to pay for things you don't really need. So here are the five tips. Tip number one is cut the fat. This is stuff you don't use or need. And in a lot of cases, it tends to be something that you signed up for and either never used or don't use anymore. 
Now, in my business, I have a small team, so there are a lot of times where we'll sign up for a tech tool just to use for a specific promotion or project. But it can be easy to lose track of what we signed up for and why. An example of this is a tool called Typeform. When my husband audited our credit card statement, he saw two charges for Typeform. Yet, when he checked with our team, no one had been using it for months. The kicker, and this is what I call the financial double whammy, is that our account was messed up, so the company was actually charging us twice for the same service. We were paying $22 a month for the monthly plan, which comes out to $264 a year on one credit card. And we were billed on an annual plan on a different credit card, which was $240 a year. So we were essentially paying $504 for a service that nobody was using. It was good times, except it was good times because we were able to cut this fat and now all that money goes directly to our bottom line. So my rule is if you don't know what it is or why you have it, then stop paying for it. Tip number two is consolidate where possible. A great example of this is that for several years in my business, I used essentially two different email marketing systems. I had Infusionsoft, which I needed and I love because in addition to the email marketing services, it also includes a shopping cart, an affiliate management center, and the ability to do a lot of advanced marketing logic and tagging, which I find really valuable. But I also had iContact, which is also an email marketing system, and my team and I loved our experience with iContact. We had a rep who was super helpful and gave us a lot of great marketing tips, and it was a system we were all super comfortable with that was very reliable for us. But when you think about it, we were paying twice for essentially the same service. And email marketing systems aren't cheap, especially when you're sending several hundred thousand emails a month. So even though I knew we'd have a bit of a learning curve by moving everything into Infusionsoft, it was really the right decision as it's such a powerful system and it meets all of our needs and there's just no need to pay for two tools that do essentially the same thing. Our eye contact costs were typically about $300 a month, sometimes more depending on how many emails we sent out. So this was a $3,600 savings per year. Not to mention the time and staff savings because my team no longer had to manually co-register between the two systems, all of our unsubscribes and manage things across both accounts. And this is an area where I know every one of us can find that unnecessary duplication in our tech systems. Another example of this is lead pages and ClickFunnels. They basically do the exact same thing. Now, I have a slight preference for ClickFunnels, and so does my team, but there's no reason to keep both tools on board in our business, so we eliminate it to just have ClickFunnels. So take a look. Where are some places where you have redundancy that you can clean up in your business? Remember, you can always resubscribe to something if you absolutely need it down the road. But again, if you have two tools that do basically the same thing, it's time to get rid of one of them. Tip number three, negotiate better prices. Just because a company or service doesn't publicly offer a discount or savings doesn't mean they won't provide one. One of the best practices you can adopt in your business, especially when it comes to technology or tools or subscription type services, is to always ask for a discount. You might not always get it, but I can assure you, you'll never get a discount if you don't ask. So the rule of thumb is always ask for a discount, but then always let them make the first offer. So if you would have asked for a 10% discount, but they might have offered you 15 or 20%, you've lost. So let them make the first offer. 
Now, an example of this that happened in our business is with our hosting service. We have periods in our business where we put a pretty good load on our server, and we also have enough visibility in the market that we want our site super protected. So we're not only willing, but we're happy to pay a bit more for a high-quality web hosting service to give us that peace of mind. But my husband is always negotiating. So what he did is he went to the service and said, hey, we love your service, but we're paying $300 a month, which feels a little pricey. Plus, I know you have all the processing hassles of having to manage the ongoing billing with us. So I was just wondering, would it be possible to get a discount on our hosting service if we pay all at once up front as an annual fee versus being billed on a monthly pan? Now, this wasn't advertised anywhere, but when Chris asked, sure enough, our rep at our hosting service offered us an annual plan of $3,050. This is a $550 savings over what we were paying with the monthly billing service. Okay, tip number four. Are you getting excited about saving all this money? It's very, very, very exciting and compelling because you see your bottom line grow so fast. So tip number four is always be willing to shop elsewhere. Where can you get a similar or better program or tool for less money? Now, I know when I worked in corporate jobs, we always had to bid out any job that was over a certain amount of money to at least three different vendors, so we were always sure to get the best deal. This also prevented some of our preferred vendors from having price creep, whereby sometimes if you use the same vendor all the time, their prices can go up disproportionately to the rest of the industry. So you always have to manage against that. But a good example of how we use this in our business to save money is the communication service we use for one of our businesses. We had Ring Central, and it's a good service, and it comes with a 15-day free trial, and the premium package is about $35 a month. When we looked around, however, we found eVoice, which in my opinion is a slightly better service, and it has a similar plan that comes with a 30-day free trial and is only $30 a month. Now, the savings here is only $5 a month, but the savings adds up, right? $60 a year can buy you a nice dinner out, and over time, it adds up to a lot more than that. I also did this with my stock photo company. When my plan was due for renewal, I shopped around. And a lot of these services provide very, very similar photo libraries, so I don't have a strong preference necessarily over which one I use. And sure enough, as I shopped around, I found a new service that I liked better that was a little bit cheaper than what I was using in the past. And this is what I use today. I moved to Shutterstock. So what happened is when I found this deal through Shutterstock, I gave my original photo service company an opportunity to price match. And when they didn't do it, boom, I switched services over to Shutterstock, which was about $50 a month savings for me, $600 a year. Now, tip number five is take advantage of bad situations and oversights to turn them into a positive. One of my favorite things about my husband in business is that he loves to take a tough situation with the customer and turn it around. He has a belief that if a customer is upset about something with us, it's because they care. And that upset presents a huge opportunity for us to not only make it right, but to take care of them and create a lasting relationship with that customer. Well, the good news is it works the other way around too. When you're a customer of good companies and products and services, you can often not only turn a bad situation around, but you can often turn it into a positive. Now, Chris and I were recently on a business trip staying at a Four Seasons, which we normally love. But in this particular situation, there was construction going on, which was a challenge because I had to be up early the next day and be sharp to work with a new client all day. And there were jackhammers and drills going off at five o'clock in the morning. Now, before I met my husband, my MO might have been to issue a complaint to the manager without really thinking about what I wanted them to do to make it right. 
But when my husband called the front desk at 5 a.m. to let him know what was going on, instead of just being whiny, which, as we all know, never really helps us get what we want, does it? Trust me, I've done the whiny thing and it doesn't work. So my husband was very nice about it, but he was also firm about his disappointment in his experience. That conversation ended with Chris getting us a $600 voucher to come back to the hotel again another time. He better believe we're going to be using this. And the best companies, like a Four Seasons, will do this. So don't be afraid to ask for what you want to turn around a bad situation. Okay, so let's add up how we're doing here. Tip number one, cut the fat. We saved $504 by cutting a service we were being billed twice for that nobody in our company was using. Tip number two, consolidate where possible. We stopped subscribing to two email marketing services as much as we love both of them. And by doing this, we saved $3,600 a year. Tip number three, negotiate better prices. This led to a $550 annual savings on our hosting service. Tip number four, be willing to shop elsewhere. We got a $60 a year savings on our communication tool and another $600 a year on my stock photo account. So that's $660 total. And tip number five, take advantage of tough situations to turn them into a positive. This gave us a $600 voucher at one of our favorite hotels. Now, here's the good news. When you add all this up, it comes to $5,914 a year. That's a lot of dough. And remember, at the beginning of this blog, I told you I'd help you figure out how to pay for your holiday shopping and more. Well, this is how you do it. So before we wrap up here, my husband wanted me to share some overall principles with you to help you in your negotiations. There are four of them. Number one, you never make more money than when you're negotiating. Remember that. Number two is the person who makes the first offer always loses. Silence is your friend. Don't be afraid to talk about what you want and then just wait and let the silence get a little uncomfortable until the other person makes the first offer. It's just going to put you in a better negotiating position. Number three, the person who has walkaway power always wins. The key is you have to really be willing to walk away in some situations. I'll never forget what Tony Robbins shared with me when we'd work on business deals sometimes. He'd always say, remember, a once in a lifetime opportunity comes around about once every two weeks. Now, principle number four here is don't always buy into the pain of disconnect. A lot of times, in my situation anyway, I'm afraid to cancel a service because I get fearful that it's going to be something I'm really going to need down the line, and then I won't be able to get it back as as good of a deal. And while that may be true, I'm willing to bet with about 95% certainty that you'll still save more money by canceling the service for now. And I'm also willing to bet that the service you cancel will have other promotions in the future. So while the future promotion might not quite be the same as the current promotion, chances are you're going to be able to get a good deal. So as we wrap up here, what can you do to put this into action? Well, the answer, of course, is to take action. For us, every month, quarter, and year, my husband and I, well, actually, it's really my husband, reviews our expenses in our business as well as our personal life to understand how we can cut, control, and consolidate our expenses. So I want to invite you to do two things. First, never leave the site of setting a goal without doing something toward its attainment. So let's get her done. Take just 15 minutes right now and pull out your credit card statement and start hacking away. And then two, put a reminder in your calendar, either monthly or at a minimum quarterly, to go through this exercise. You can call it the Take Back My Money Day. And of course, I'd love your comments below. What other ideas do you have to save more money in your business so that you can keep more of what you make? Or what other lessons have you learned, like the ones I shared with you here, that others can benefit from to save money in their businesses too? 
then this is a blog that you got to get out and share. I believe that every single business owner needs to get these tips so they can stand guard at the door of their finances. No one will take better care of your money than you. So please help me get this into the hands of some folks who can benefit from it. Like and share this video with people you know it can make a difference. And besides, maybe they'll get you a nice thank you gift with some of the money that you help them save. So let me know what you think. And of course, as always, get out there and save some money in your business. And that, my friend, will help you make a great day even better. I'll see you soon. Thank you.